Hey everybody, welcome back to Your Wrong. Luciano, Spencer, Chris, welcome back. So Luciano, ominous. very ominous. Because Luciano, what are we what are we telling everybody what they're wrong about this week? Uh, they are wrong about uh, Birds of Prey, the and the emancipation, fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. I was wrong about the, the title even. Is fantab- um, fantastic? Fantabulous. Fantabulous. Fantabulous? That's yeah, I know. unnecessary. Yeah, I'm good the with fan- it. The fantabulous <laughs> emancipation of one Harley Quinn. Just one. Just one. Yeah. Just, just a singular. Second to last movie, I guess, from this mm. from this batch. Mm. Yes, from, from the, the DCEU run, starting yeah. with, um, what's it, Man of Steel, I believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Started with. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, speaking of Man of Steel, that actually leads me into something I was doing this week. I I was very transfixed by everyone's favorite Superman, Henry mm-hmm. Cavill, being announced yeah. as the, the future Highlander. Is it confirmed or is it still rumor? I, I just assume it was confirmed. I want it to be confirmed. I do too. Mm-hmm. Holy moly. Holy moly. I think... I... I'm cautiously optimistic about that one. Yeah, like Highlander's just a cool idea, mm-hmm. and I'm 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 surprised it hasn't been resurrected by Hollywood sooner. True. True. I mean, I guess they've copied it. Like, what was it? The one with Jet Li, that was True. basically Highlander. Well, they had a, a shitty TV series based hey, on hey, Connor's hey. cousin, which is ugh. hey, oh. that that Watch was. <laughs> Sir. Yeah, that, <laughs> come that, on. That, that I devil. like it too, but it's bad. I that like devil. it, but it's bad. Okay, good. You're yeah. you're 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 fine now. Great. They expanded on the mythos. Yeah. Shout out to sure. Mythos from Highlander. <laughs> that, that show definitely happened. You know. No. You can sit down. Don't you dare. Don't you but, dare. So yeah. that's really what was. I mean, I was just. I was trying to. I was digging back into the Highlander world mm-hmm. and like the one where they yeah. took Highlander and made it better. No. Or, I love yeah, Jelly, but no. I, I, yeah, oh, I'm not talking to about the one. No to... <laughs> I thought you were talking about like Highlander movies and then yeah, yeah, yeah no, movies, no. The the first one is just iconic. It's just an iconic movie between um, the Spaniard Sean Connery. Mm. Um, <laughs> yes, talking Juan, with his very Juan Spanish Juan accent. Mm. The Spaniard that is played by a Scottish man who's supposed to be born in Egypt is just Mwah, chef's so, kiss. Yeah, <laughs> don't hate. Don't hate on his swag. <laughs> R.I.P. Sean Connery. <laughs> don't, even, don't even lie. When you picture a Spaniard, you picture Sean Connery with a dark, <laughs> I have to now. a slightly yeah. darkened mustache. There can only be one mentor, and it is Sir yeah. Connery. There mm-hmm. can only be one. Yeah, yeah thank you classic. for that. Uh, Luciano, what, what were you up to this week? I uh, I started watching, well, I watched some movies, but mostly I was I started watching a series that isn't that new. It's an animated series called, called Disenchantment. It was made by Matt Groening from mm-hmm. The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've I, been enjoying it quite a bitch, uh, quite a bitch, quite, quite a, a, yeah. quite a bitch. wow! I enjoyed it like a bitch. Jesus. Yeah, I did. I did. No, it's <laughs> it's it's very funny. It's uh, Simpsons up to eleven meets D and D, a little bit of Futurama. All, yeah, and and all of the fantasy tropes you have ever seen in your life. The, it's the, it's crazy, but it's fun. The funny uh, there's one part of that show. I watched it a long time ago, but there's one funny joke. That like is the best part of that whole show is when all the elves have like names that describe what they do. 
yeah you know like happy o and then he's elfo yeah. and then there's like one character <laughs> named shaco he's like just, hey, all just like shaco goes exactly oh, oh, oh. Yeah, that's all he does that's all he does like every time something happens that shock he goes what you hear in the background yeah that's, yeah that's the best, best and part then of that the guy show. that's always that's always bothering them with them doing things wrong is called supervisio and he has a name tag that says supervisio <laughs> it's <Yeah>. great what <laughs> yeah it's great that's it's the great. best i highly recommend it yeah, there's a couple, like two or three seasons, right? Yeah, uh, Netflix. Yeah, and there's a two. fourth coming. Oh, really? Three, they have three? three? Yeah. I yeah. Think I so the first. It, I think first season they, they split it in two parts, and now they yeah. re, they they re uh, whatever for another two parts. Interesting. Yeah. Nice, Spencer. What uh, what have you been up to? I um, well, first of all, I've been watching golf because the majors on and golf's legal again. So, uh, thank you. And before you joke uh matt i'm gonna beat you to the punch and be like of course you watch golf you like long boring stories without resolutions that's why you like Zack snyder yeah i'm taking I that joke but, off the table but you know thanks for just shitting on yeah, yourself. yeah 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 cool. i said it so you can't i did i hadn't even thought about it but i agree with you yeah. that's that's why you like it <laughs> yeah. i'm sorry you feel so attacked spencer i do you know well, yeah. um so i watched a little bit of that but i also watched the best show that nobody seems to know of it's called counterpart hmm. and it's I have no idea and nobody nobody i've ever talked to knows about this show but it's like has a hundred percent rotten tomatoes it's really good reviews it starts jk simmons and he plays it's like a spy show with like parallel universe so what? it's like yeah and there's like two jk simmons and they play what? against each other like they're like no, 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 yeah it's really really good he's really good at, like there's two jk simmons it's fantastic oh my god you had where are you JK watching simmons? this uh I uh, it's on uh, oh, stars. Hey, oh okay, oh, okay, okay, okay. FBI's okay. on their way. Uh, 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 Cobra. <laughs> yep. I'm I'm not watching. I it. pay for asking. stars like a normal human being. <laughs> you get that That's for awesome. crave. There's right? dozens of us. Yeah, crave, crave. Yeah, yeah, crave. It's really good. And uh, yeah, I, I, that and Mayor of Easttown I've been watching, which is also I cannot recommend enough. Mayor of Easttown. Also HBO. Yeah. Kate Winslet. Yeah, so people good. People are murdered and she's got to figure it out. Yeah. Really? yeah. Oh, I've heard of this one. It's yeah, fant- yeah. Right? Matt, you watched it, right? Absolutely not. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. I love this tee up and then you just stepped away and stepped I've read the, the synopsis. No. <laughs> my fiance, My fiance watches it, so I know. Cool. Oh, like, so she has taste. Yeah. Um, I have I to mean, say yes, obviously. Yes, but <laughs> also you. she is Matt's fiance. Yeah. So. Un- wow. Okay. Oh. Unlike you, who like says his his wife is too old on this podcast. Hey, I'm smart whoa. enough to. Hey, <laughs> that was that was Chris who said that, and I've, I've never, never forgiven that. him for it. <laughs> no, it happened in Man of Steel, and we 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 thoroughly skewered you for it. I'm controlling the narrative and and repositioning this. In Get a better way. publicist. Yeah, really <laughs> brutal. Uh, Chris, yeah. I don't think we've heard from you yet on what what fun you've been up to. All good. I mean. I want to. I want to. I want to. Are you going to tell us about your weekend too, though? Because like, I want you to he get did. yours in. Okay. It was the Highlander thing. That's dope, dope, dope. Sorry. I've been down right. Who's the first one? Are you paying attention? <laughs> yeah, but I'm thinking. Of, I'm thinking of all of you. I want. Thanks to for listening, week. sir. I care about all of you, sirs. <laughs> the Highlander news was his whole weekend. Did you? Well, listen? I dig it. Yeah. So for me, um, I checked out uh, something that flew back onto my radar uh, called Startup. Uh, Martin Freeman, Adam Brody brutal like just watch one uh one episode and I'm, I'm intrigued so i want to see where that goes and oh then, yeah 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 it was i on, know that it was show i saw the trailer 
Yeah, and I had no idea it existed. It, it, it was on my radar, then off, and then I was like, wait a minute. Yo, Darwin from X-Men First Class is in this too? I'm in. So <laughs> that's, there was... <laughs> that's the selling feature. Well, wow. I was happy to see him. I was already watching it. Like, anyways, How'd they then, get um, Darwin? He's such a big guy. Because dead. he was dead. They killed him in, in, in First Class. He's got <laughs> nothing else to do. Um, and then I was also rereading, and then with the, um, the new news, of, well, not new, but they're starting to slowly drip some more content on the new He-Man animated series that Kevin Smith is, yes. um, is, yep. is heading up. And so that, that, that brought me back to digging up my, my comics, and I've been going through that, and I'm really looking forward to that. Um, and then I mowed my lawn at 7 a.m. and woke up the whole neighborhood because they're bitches. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. We're throwing shade it's at the just, neighbors. Just yeah. capping down with like a dick move. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got that right. Chris, I wasn't going to bring up the Whitby thing. Yeah. But oh, I'm ready. Yeah. 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 Here you I'm go ready. again. <laughs> you all think that you, you why, why you think you, you got, yeah, you think you're good, but you're not ready. You're Your not neighbors ready. were our biggest fans. So thanks for yeah. that. Yeah. Y'all brought knives to a gunfight. Speaking of, uh, also just to add up to that of animated series, I think they announced a new Batman animated series. Really? With, uh, and I believe uh, it's Matt Reeves who's directing the new Batman movie is somewhat involved. Oh, yeah, I saw that. And J.J. Yeah. Abrams, which is a little bit of a red flag. Huh. Oh, I was but a little bit? T- Holy yeah. shit. But Matt Reeves, that what's, too. What's redder than red? Yeah. <laughs> Crimson? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Scarlet <laughs> yeah. red flag. Is that what it's called? No, no, no. It's called, uh, I think it's just a Cape Crusader. Oh my god! So, yeah, I, why? Okay. I, I, I'm hmm. not gonna. Well, I'll ask this question. Maybe it's, maybe it's for the fans, Dan. So you can email us instead of you guys answering because we should talk about the Harley Quinn thing. But I just wanted to know why why they have to, why DC has to double and triple down with the same people doing things. Like I'm not saying Matt Reeves shouldn't get an animated series, but he's already got a movie. Mm-hmm. Why not spread the love around, see where other talent is, and and yeah. find maybe people who can help you make movies since you're so fucking bad at it. I, I thought, honestly, you're going to ask how... I don't understand how J.J. Abrams keeps getting jobs, but that's maybe just me. I also <laughs> don't understand why they're making yet another animated Batman series. Like, spread out. Yeah, fuckers. that's... Money, so son. Money. Yeah, the yeah. answer to all your questions is WB. Yeah. And, and, yeah. And, and mm-hmm. Thank you. They yeah. don't like creativity, and they like money. So they it's use right. the same properties. Speaking uh, of WB, let's talk about a movie they potentially didn't fuck up. Yes. Well, we'll uh, see. Well, we'll see. So, so really, really high level. This is about Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey, mm-hmm. which is hilarious because generally the Birds of Prey are are seen as good heroes, mm-hmm. and Harley Quinn is generally seen as not. But mm-hmm. here we are talking about it anyways. And I think the spot we really need to talk about first is the characters because there's a lot going on with them. Um, and and I think Chris, since you're the the resident comic book like historian or nerd or however you want to put it historian wow (laughs) artifacts i don't know why don't you like dive into some of the characters we fight because there's a lot going on let's let's talk about those characters but but make sure to start it with well actually well i don't know well actually Pushing up your glasses. I think, I think mm. this is. I think this this conversation is is open to interpretation and participation and collaboration, sir. Is that is that Professor yes. Frank? Yes, I'm trying. Well, it's not my best, Professor Frank. Hi, hi, the Kelly's children. Um, so yeah, characters. So Jesus Carly, Christ. Carly, <laughs> I'm fine with. Margot Ro- Robbie, I'm cool with that. Roman Sionis and Ewan McGregor. I'm, co- I'm I, I love it. Thank you, Victor Zaz. Victor Zaz. Uh, okay, you 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 get a pass. You get a pass. I have now, to say about mm-hmm. Victor Zaz. I've mm-hmm. watched this. This is the third time I've watched this movie. Mm-hmm. 
it was the first time I caught that he was Victor Zaz. Oh, really? Oh, yeah? Really? Yeah, I don't. I well, because like he doesn't. He only says his name twice in the entire movie, mm. and it never dawned on me that this guy kept adding scars to himself, like on his face and body. Okay. Well, that's just it hardly, never clicked. That's hardly the movie's fault. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's it's a me problem yeah. for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Chris it's, Messina, I'm good with him. Yeah, I I think he did well. I don't know about you guys. It's, I like that. Well, he was creepy enough. Right? Yeah, yeah. I, I I yeah. I'm starting with the good. Like those three, fine. Now, huh, Huntress, Black Canary, and Cassandra Cain, and uh, Renee Montoya. Actually, Renee, Renee Montoya, she gets a pass. Rosie Perez and Renee Montoya, they get a pass. Yeah. Out of Everyone respect. Else, out of respect. Yeah. Out of, really? out of respect for Rosie yeah, yeah. Perez yeah. as an actor, she is just phenomenally underrated. Here, yeah, you here, here. I, I'm going to clear it up. I'm fine, with <laughs> Someone's the, dying. I'm fine with the actors, right? But I'm not happy with the casting of these actors into these roles. And I'll explain. These actors, it's not the fault of these actors. What happened is was a clusterfuck of miscasting miscasting Huntress, Black Canary and Cassandra Kane into roles that need the key element for for each character. Athleticism and martial arts and sheer badassery. And like right. I said, I don't hold this against the the actresses. I'm I'm like I respect them, but this was this was they they've been done a disservice and these characters have been done a disservice. Like Cassandra Kane alone has been have so many notes, but I can I can start it off like this. Her character has been demolished and and fashioned into like a plot puppet, and her debris has been like this is Cassandra Kane. Meanwhile, she's supposed by oh my god by definition <laughs> she's supposed to be one of the most dangerous fighters in the DCU. Not to mention Black Canary. Not to mention Huntress. What do we get? We get uh, again. Respectfully, we get actors, um, actresses that just cannot pull off the uh, the athleticism and the 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 action that that's needed to properly convey the the uh, the impact that that's needed. And it's you know what it's it's a lot like what happened with Iron Fist. You got somebody who cannot pull it off, who may be able to act, but these are pivotal elements to these characters, and my heart weeps for for Black Canary, Huntress, and, and Cassandra Kane in that right. So, so that's my stance. I'll give you Cassandra, especially Cassandra Kane, because oh, they yeah. completely, completely, like it's a different character. Might as well have named her something else. I yes. completely agree. And, and I don't know, Huntress, yeah, it, it felt a little forced. I, I, I'll, but I like Black Canary. I don't know what you're talking about. Tell I, me why. I thought she did her fight scenes very well. Mm. And Not and really. she behaved like I thought she was badass. It was one of my notes actually. So well, they may I have don't attitude, I, but they've all been watered down, and that's the biggest problem with. And this is like this this thing that I've been I've been processing. The casting, uh, the casting and these characters have been done a disservice because the writing. Has not is not serving these characters, and and let me clarify a little more. We don't need by the book. Uh, we don't need by the book. It comes directly from the comics. We need the spirit, and we need we need to we need, we need writer a writer and a team that is that is adept at adapting these characters that have years and years and years by powerful powerful writers. A lot of them women as well from Birds of Prey, and we don't have that here. And the last thing I'll add is that there's no fucking 
Barbara Gordon as either Oracle yeah, or yeah. fucking Batgirl. Yes. So what the fuck is up with that? She's that a I founding member. Uh, sorry, founding member of Bir- of the Birds of Prey, and we don't mm-hmm. have her either. So again, I blame WB, and respectfully, I I've I've lost a I, I, I can't trust the the director Kathy Yan and uh, uh, Christina Hodson uh, with anything else related to DC characters. Just because you you wrote for Bumblebee. Miss Hodson doesn't mean that you <laughs> that you should have got your hands onto this. There are plenty of capable, capable uh, female writers what? that have worked on Birds of Prey and other characters in the DCU. Powerful. What ones, did you think period. was missing from Black Canary, though? Yeah, th- my biggest part, apart from uh, like like martial arts, is uh, the use or lack of use and the watered down use of her canary cry. Mm. And even when we when we talk about. Uh, like the, the history of her mother and stuff. And like my mother was like, was, you know, doing the good thing and she was, and she, what did it get her? Okay, fine. But at the same time, that's a waste op- wasted opportunity. Um, and at the same time, uh, it's messy writing. Like if, if that's, if that's what happened to her mother, fine, but they just mistreated her character. Uh, they, they, they did what they wanted to do for the purpose of this movie, but they're handicapping themselves. It's like trying to fight with one hand tied behind your back. There's so much missing. And like in terms of like how uh, Diane or Dinah uh, comes to this point, comes to being beholden and trapped by Roman Sionis, we've completely missed any of her history. Uh, and you don't like it's too many things crammed into one movie. The Birds of Prey deserve their own movie. This movie should have been, that in my opinion, with. a Harley Quinn, perhaps like Harley Quinn versus Black Mask scenario. And let the Birds of Prey have their own thing. And like, here's the other thing. Birds of Prey is a rotating cast, sort of similar to uh, Suicide Squad. So you have you can have Poison Ivy, which is sorely missed um, from this like dynamic of of uh, Harley Quinn as well. And I know she kind of needs her own room to grow here. Um, and I'll kind of just like end off on the fact that Black Mask was destroyed. Like like they murdered him off. Why? Fuck well, you. There's a lot. So. There's a lot to unpack there. Yeah. Um, I'll just say from someone who doesn't follow the comics, like I don't know their history, like as character, there's, they all work, but it's, you know, they have to be, they can't all be karate superstars, right. For a story to work, they have to have, you know, not everyone's, it's not really interesting when everyone's super good at fighting, you know, but so that's they, the characters they chose. Man. Yeah. But they could also say that they will get to that, right. It's only the start of the birds of prey. So, you, you know, maybe Cassandra Kane could evolve into a better fighter now that she's becoming like a, an agent or, you know, of the birds of prey. And, you know, that could go with all, all, a lot of the characters they're evolving. I disagree. I liked Huntress's casting. I thought she was good at the comedic stuff and she was pretty cool and intimidating. I disagree. I didn't like black Canary very much myself. I thought she was kind of blah, um, but yeah, like as someone who doesn't know the comics, it's didn't bother me on that level. Cause I don't know what they're really supposed to be, but I, I agree. Like some of the characters were a little bit thin, you know, in terms of what it should have been. I think that we'll talk about that later. Cause yeah, you could tell it was like kind of on the fence. Does it want to be a birds of prey movie or does it want to be a Harley Quinn movie? And that shows in the title, right? Yeah. They changed it too. Um, either I, th- I can't remember if it was just before it released or after it re- released, they switched it up a little bit because it was after the first trailer. There you go. Thank you. Yeah. They didn't change it enough though. Um, (laughs) It's still just a fucking word salad of unnecessariness in, in, in the titling. I, 
I get where you're coming from. It, Chris, it, it certainly seems like this movie was built around servicing Harley Quinn, which I think it probably should be. I think, you know, there's reasons why Margot Robbie is, is cast as Harley Quinn and why we want to see her on screen. I don't think we're ever going to get a, you know, it's hard to adapt a char- characters from comics because there's so many, there's so many years of history of, of characters being created and, and different, different pieces of backstory from different timelines and which ones do you choose? I, I, but, but I think the overall thing I agree with you on this one is the biggest challenge is, is you'd, you'd hope for, for the three or four birds of prey that are in this movie, this could be a launching pad into, into their own movie, but we don't get enough of any of them to say, okay, let's go do a movie with them. It's like, because they're doing four of them, maybe that's the problem. I don't, I don't know what it is exactly, but if someone said, hey, they're making a Birds of Prey movie with Harley Quinn, I'd be like, uh, why? Because? Yeah. What? Yeah. So that's that, that I, I agree with your, like I liked uh, Journey Smollett's portrayal as Black Canary. I think she had good energy for it. And I, I, you know, I appreciate what she was trying to bring to it. Whether it was written in a poor way, probably, probably leads to some of the challenges. I don't mind that she didn't use her canary power until the end. I think that some of the, the foreshadowing about her, who her mom was and stuff, if you don't know anything about comics, that's just like, what the fuck are you talking about? Can you give me a little more backstory yeah, on that one? That was I me. Need, I was like, I need what? A, a bit more. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, like I, I, I get where you're coming from. I get why you're, you're frustrated with it for sure. For me, honestly, I, like I was, you know, making a dying noise there. I really only didn't like uh, Rosie Perez and not, it's not because I don't think she's a good actress. I just don't like the way that part was written. It was like at odds with her in my mind, hmm. a little bit. I uh, I think what happened, and, and this is something that uh, I noticed throughout the movie, is that um, none of them, like yeah, like some of them are better than others at, at the the physical thing. But like if you watch the fight scenes, you like they are waiting to get whacked in the head. Thank the, you. Right. So you. I think they're all doing that. So it's clear that. They were like, it wasn't the main thing to show how good they are at fighting, like in a realistic way. And, and so, like, I thought Mary Elizabeth Winstead did okay. I'm, I was expecting a bit more, I, like, I was expecting the Huntress to be the better fighter there, not, you know, just shooting things with crossbows only. But the only one that really bothered me was Rosa Perez. For the most part, um, I, I was okay. I agree with Matt. I thought I liked the energy of, uh, What's her name? Uh, Journey Smollett. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I don't, I, I get where you're coming from, Chris, but this is, you had a, an image in your head about how this was supposed to go and it, like, it didn't conform. So I, I understand you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The first time I watched it, uh, I just, I, I just enjoyed it as entertainment and I didn't really, you know, I didn't really analyze. And it was the last time I saw it, uh, it, it it instantly left my memory because like life happened and stuff. So um, yeah, I guess I'm saying it was forgettable, but I guess I, I know I enjoyed it to a point. But again, I, I, I'm not blaming the 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 cast. I'm blaming the miscast. And and for me, it feels like you know it feels like ma- wasted uh, potential. Sorry, Chris. Can I ask you to clarify yeah, if you're not sure. blaming the cast? Why are you blaming the miscast? Because it seems yeah, like I blame the, is I blame blaming the cast. Sorry, sorry. Sounds like you're against the like... writing. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I'm against I don't the like words well on paper for the birds of prey and like how they're introduced to the story. It's once again, 
too much jammed into into a movie and so when i when i say miscast i blame i blame what's the word i blame the casting director and i blame production and i blame wb like and the pairing of actresses and and parts is that what you're saying i do that's exactly what i mean and so you are blaming the casting i'm not not the say, actresses the but whoever cast them the casting director like there's a there's a person for that can i clarify for you chris if you don't mind Give it a shot. i think what he's saying is the cast are capable cast as, as actors, True. but yeah. they wrote these characters as a way you don't like them. And they casted characters to fit those, the way they wrote it. Yeah. And he, yeah. They, Thank like, you. so it doesn't fit. It's not that they're bad actors. It's just that they're no. playing the characters that they wrote fine, right. but they're not what you wanted. So that has nothing to do with casting. Well. That that's everything to do with it's writing. Layered. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Speaking well, of which, um, well, let's let me talk about something that I actually enjoyed from from the character writing perspective perspective, which was Harley. I I really enjoyed, especially compared to Suicide Squad, the way that they captured, at least for me, they captured the the essence of what Harley's character is. And like in the other movie, she's mostly like, yeah, she's crazy and she has the whole, the whole thing with Joker and blah blah blah. I, I like the way that she veers between being completely insane and then psychoanalyzing people with like razor sharp precision, like in two breaths. And and just going from the beginning, the way she tells the story, like the, the, the little animation in the beginning, and then she goes back and forth. Because she, she even says, they say that if you want to tell a good story, you start at the beginning and then... Two minutes later, she's like, this is my story. I tell you however the fuck I want. I really like, I really like how they captured the essence of what I think of when I think Harley Quinn as a character. And obviously, Margot Robbie plays her perfectly. I said this before. For me, she is Harley Quinn as much as uh, Robert Downey Jr. is Iron Man, as much as Henry Cavill is Superman, right? It's, it's perfect casting for me. And I really, I don't know, like... Going from what Chris said now, I don't know why they messed up as much with the other characters if they're drawing from the same material. I guess Harley comes from the animated series, not from the comics, right? So there's that. Um, but I'm not. I'm not sure. One second, Matt. Uh, just one sure. I'm not, I'm not sure how can they write at least for me. They how can how can they write the the other characters so kind of weird and Harley well. I think realistically I think they just they were too focused on writing for for Harley Quinn as a as a vehicle. Um yeah, that makes sense. Because they they nailed her and I think that everything else they did was in service of her, right? To to Chris's points about the characters. Um, yeah, so they basically just messed up the birds of prey to kind of pump up Harley. Yeah, overall I kind of agree with you, Luciano. I think I think the reason why the birds of prey are so uneven is the movie's just built to service Harley Quinn. Yeah. And so they didn't care or didn't want to build those characters with more depth or to a specific level because they want to make sure that we all stay focused on Harley. They're all extras. And while we get, you know, little snippets of the Huntress's backstory, uh, we get a snippet of um, thank you, Spartan. We, we get a snippet of Black Canary's backstory. There's really not enough content there um, 
for us to grab hold to it. And the only reason why we get so much of Huntress's specifically is because it's it's important for the story, right? We need the Bertinelli backstory to understand what the diamond is. But in well, general, it's the center of the plot, yeah, yeah. So so that's needed. But in general, the rest of the story around is just serving Harley Quinn. Look at Doc, right? They do a little thing about him, and he exists for like five minutes to just betray her. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think that, you know, they were trying to make a choice. Like, do we make this Harley Quinn focused? And that's where the audience, you know, like WB, they like to play the safe route and they try. And, uh, you know, they they go with the most obvious fan happy plan of like making it Harley Quinn focused. But then you get stuck where it's like you're either going to make a Harley Quinn movie or you're going to make a team up movie. And if you're going to have a team up movie, you have to dedicate equal development to each character for us to be invested in those characters. You know, and you could see them trying that with like, you know, the Huntress stuff and the, you know, they tied everyone to the story with Cassandra Cain eating the diamond and, you know, and the Rosie Perez, uh, like being the cop on the case and trying to get them together. But it just was way too much time focused on Harley for us to care about those characters. As for uh, Har- Harley herself, I don't know about you guys, but I find when, it, when I'm seeing comic book characters on screen, it always takes me like almost like a film to start seeing them as that character. It's like when I first saw like Henry Cavill, Superman, I'm like, yeah, he's fine, but he doesn't look like Superman. You know, like I picture Christopher Reeve or like the cartoon, but then as you see him, like they become those characters. So I, I went through that with, with Harley where I like, I thought she was, I thought she was great in suicide squad, but I was like, she's just not Harley to me. Like, I don't see it. I just see like Margot Robbie and she's fine, but now she's like becoming it. And I like, that's why I think I like her a lot more, much like all the justice league members at the end of justice league. It's like, I'm I said that in the last one. I'm starting to see them as those characters. So she was really good in it and she really like embodies the character and just all around she was really good. But I think they should have just, I agree with which, whichever of you guys said it, I don't know, that uh, <laughs> that it should have been a Harley movie, maybe with like teases of the other, like they're supporting characters, but they're not, it's not a Birds of Prey movie. And then in another movie, you could have a Birds of Prey movie. This feels like, classic wb let's shove as many things we can into that because you know it's going to appeal to everybody and then they did a disservice to the to the team in favor of propping up harley i guess and it would have been better if we knew the birds of prey already and Mm -hmm. then they like from another movie and then they made it into this movie as sort of like a cameo that would have been much better i think yeah it's just like uh it's just like uh justice league like instead of having their own movies they introduce them all yeah. in one movie yeah. classic like, wb <laughs> yeah they're just like they, they get the what's that the thing before the horse cart before wagon the horse. Before, cart before the horse it's like yeah. classic yeah. classic wb yeah i think so i mean they do that with the villains too right like we don't have one villain we have two main villains hmm. and then some extra people who are just there to antagonize people uh our friend uh victor Saz shows up um and then and then black mask Hmm. slash roman cyrus aka sionis <laughs> aka don't break my mask not my the owner of mask. of the janus corp the, i feel like i ask you this every podcast yeah did you see the movie no <laughs> i'm not good with words <laughs> well clearly <laughs> yeah no okay since you know this person's name his first yes. and last name mr expert yeah. why don't you yeah. tell me about him well, I will tell you, he's fantastic. It, yeah. it definitely, in my opinion, the best part of the movie. Probably the best DC villain in the DCEU so far, I thought. I just I, like... 
Okay. The, Explain, let's show your work, please. Yeah. I just thought that his, uh, I, well, I secretly, I think that, uh, Cobra here has a crush on Margot Robbie and that's why he loves her so much. it's not a it's secret not, at all. It's not yeah. that secret. <laughs> uh, don't tell anyone, but I have a funny suspicion. Um, and I feel that I have a similar crush on Hugh and McGregor. Um, and understandable. understandable. Yes. I, I have to ask you a question here. And yes. This is going to seem weird to everybody else in this podcast because you guys haven't hung out with Spencer in person, but I have. Yes. Do you have a crush on Hugh McGregor because you are basically Hugh McGregor at times? Oh, don't you flatter me, good sir. I, I you swear flatter God, me. There are like times when he's being like crazy. I can definitely see you like pulling off the crazy with this facial I'm, expression. <laughs> I'm crazy like you and McGregor. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's a compliment say, if I've ever heard. One. Oh, for sure, it's the greatest compliment on that I can ever <laughs> ever receive. He he, first of all, hello there, anyone? General Kenobi. Okay, that's yeah. for the nerds. Um, <laughs> deep cut. Yeah, it's a deep cut. Uh, but I really thought that in this movie he was fantastic at being both super intimidating, funny, over the top, but not at no point did I think he was like bad acting over the top it was like believable in character over the top and it's just like every time he was on screen i was like just smiling ear to ear you know particularly in the scene where he cuts off those that family's all their faces like that was so like so many emotions <laughs> in one one scene it's like so serious and so like twisted and then like they're gonna let the daughter go and then he's like is that a snot bubble it's like, oh oh i've changed my mind killer cut her yeah. face off and it's just like, oh my God, it was, he's just like nails it so good. And his character is just every time was, I don't know about you guys, but I thought he was fantastic. Well, I mean, he put on at least 10 pounds from chewing all that scenery, at least 10 pounds. <laughs> it was um, great. He was the best. And I, I, there's two questions that came out of this. I, at different times I was, I was kind of watching, I just like watched it three times. And so I was really paying attention to how Ian McGregor played Black Mask. Not black hand. Well um, done, sir. Yeah, I'm getting better. Um, <laughs> and like at one point, I'm like, can, am I allowed to wear a shirt that's my own face? Like a, a Hawaiian shirt? He wore a shirt that was literally his face at near the end of the movie. <laughs> if you're Hugh McGregor, you can you can do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, Roman's got um, all the kinds of money, so why not? Oh yeah, and, and well, his outfits were just fucking fire. All yeah, of his, them were his so gloves, good. His gloves. His gloves. His glove game was strong. True. Yeah, so it, strong. It, it, it had his initials on it. Yeah. Mm. It's just like such a great twist on the character. Like, you know, like the way he was just so flamboyant. Borderline, was he gay? They never really said, but he's like, you know. It didn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter, but I think I he think, had a relationship with that. Was, the idea was that he was like so flamboyantly crazy that you couldn't tell anything about him. Yeah, like like definitely comes off as like pansexual or, you know, bisexual. Mm -hmm. And like also the scene where he's making the lady dance is just like another True. scene that like is so intense. But then like he's like, get up and dance. And then if you know, if you watch it again, she starts like he kind of starts dancing with a big smile on his face, like to get her to start. Yeah. And it's just like he's so into it. It's like... Like it, it was so funny and scary. It was like weird for me. I think that scene went on just a little too long. I think um, it was on purpose. It it but it didn't really serve. Like it was gratuitous because it didn't. We already knew he's crazy and he's just unhinged. And so like tearing off her dress and like like that to go to that level of embarrassment, it just seemed like gratuitous in a way that wasn't in service of the movie. Like it's a, it's it's a nitpick maybe, but since it's brought up here for me, it's just like I, yeah, all right, he's crazy. I get it, but like what what why were we doing this here? We already know he's crazy. We don't need a reminder that he's crazy. I think it was 
mostly for Canary's sake, like just to really showcase and force her to watch what he was doing. That kind what, of stuff. And what? And what she's involved in now. Like, yeah, yeah exactly, I agree. Exactly. It's like to show what she's like, oh, shit, I'm in deep in some crazy shit right now. But yeah. but yeah, it did not need to. Like, it could have cut like 30 seconds before and that had been fine. Hmm. I didn't mind it. I thought it was showed how far he'll push it, even though yeah. the whole room is like so awkward. And yeah. he's the like, the worst part is, you know, he goes, is she laughing at me? And Zas goes, yes, yeah. she is. Yeah, that's the best. That's a good <laughs> yeah. detail. He's like, he like whispers to him. He's like, yeah, she is. Yeah, to be, yeah. To be fair, I didn't need him to do that after he had three people's faces cut off. I was good. <laughs> You're like, this guy's pretty crazy, but is he is really he crazy? crazy? Show me how crazy <laughs> he can get. He cuts off faces, sure, but like, how crazy is he? Oh, that crazy. He, okay, he, he's that crazy. Let's I like that he audience. sits on a on a on a couch and has popcorn handed to him while he's expecting Zaz to cut off hard. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he was just like a really unique villain, I thought. And like, you know, like when he says he's going to kill her, he's like, you taking if you don't get it to me, I'll cut your face off then. K? Yeah. <laughs> he throws like a K in there. And it's just like, he's just lovely. Just lovely. When he finds out that Canary betrays him, he's like genuinely hurt. Yeah, yeah he's him. like crying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, just a, so great. Swinging pendulum of emotions and like, yeah, mm. just, you know commands the screen but not in a way that's like scene sorry scene stealing and like taking over the movie it's it's like this is really great balance between between uh harley's presence and what she's going through and and black like sorry roman cyanus uh so yeah i, I mean if we script doctored this i would have loved it for just you know for it have just to been the two of them kind of carrying the main points or like the, the biggest plot points of the story so they didn't they have killed them Oh my they God. shouldn't. I agree. They shouldn't have killed him. I'd it's, love to yeah. see him go yeah. go with Batman. So that's this is my question here. Why why do you think they killed him? Because he he only agreed to do one movie. Because it's, it's like they. It's not like other superheroes where it's like they you know maybe he's dead, maybe he's in jail. It's like they blew his body up and you saw all the limbs <laughs> go in separate directions. Hey, this is comics. You can do anything. You can't. It's hard to come back from that, bro. And he's <laughs> have he's you heard of the Lazarus Pit? True, but. Come on, when's the last yeah. time WB paid any attention to comic lore for, for DC? Yeah. Do you think people would understand the Lazarus Pit at all? No, no, no. no. In uh, the hands of the current people yeah. riding yeah. the WB ship? Nope. Yeah. Yeah. No. yeah. So, so, so that, I mean, that's to me is the biggest disappointment of this movie is that they, yeah. they killed him. And um, Agreed. I, I guess another question I have is like, listen, I love his portrayal, but do you think they wasted the character of Black Mask? Oh, yeah. I don't think so. I think well, so. they wasted they... it because they killed it. Exactly. That's exactly that what sense, I was going to yes. say. Yes. He worked for this movie, and there's so much more they could have done with him. Like, I mean, Black Mask could have been like the nemesis, so to speak, for um, for uh, for the Birds of Prey, or yeah. he could have been this gateway. See, that's the problem and like unfortunate thing about um, DC DC EU movies as we know as we have known them. It's always been Joker, Penguin. Uh, and then they try to introduce the other, the other, um, you know, the other gallery of just Batman villains. But there's so much more to that. And, and they don't understand how much they, they don't want money. They just don't want money. DC, uh, sorry, not DC. They don't want money. <laughs> WB. They don't want it. Well, I realistically, even though even if they didn't kill him, like based on this, unfortunately, based on this movie's box office, they're not going to do they're probably not going to bring him back either way. And they're not going to bring back the birds of prey either way. I don't think so. They just because it, just because they didn't make enough money. Yeah. They, you know, yeah. 
I mean, this movie was good. Like, I don't. I, I'm. I was surprised at how. How. Whoa! Save how that rating, sir. Yeah. Sorry. This movie was. Beep. Yeah. But, <laughs> they, they, <laughs> well, we could talk they, about things we like without giving our ratings, so to speak. Couldn't he we? just said the movie was good? That is giving away his rating. Spoiler alert! Yeah, is movie no? is. <laughs> um, but they should have definitely like. Unfortunately, based on the budget, they they they're not going to bring anyone back. But if they were going to bring anyone back, obviously Harley, they're bringing back. Mm. Um, they should have brought black mask i mean realistically would we all be surprised if he was like oh my suit was bomb proof and he comes back all like charged yes because he wears the mask full time limbs go from all different angles have you heard of surgery modern medicine is can do a lot of things these days did you see the guts and the blood and the dismemberment the spray bombed to pieces yeah who needs guts they spend more money on destroying Black Mask than future planning for Black Mask and the rest of the BOP. Yeah. Pretty yeah. sure. All right. Ready? That wasn't even Black Mask in the mask. It was Zaz. But he what? wasn't wearing a mask. What? Zaz was killed or Zaz was de- incapacitated in the at the amusement park. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so he he switched bodies and uh, he could oh, They switched face. They switched faces. That's early yeah. on. Oh, there it is. We ain't got time for this. Let's just. <laughs> this is, I'm, this I'm is going that. to crazy land. Hey, that's where I live. Wow. Huh. It's going to yeah. It's it's Victor Zazland. See what I did there? Mm. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've digged into these characters enough, and I want to talk about how this movie uses Gotham as a city because I think it's really interesting how it portrays it because in every other movie i've seen from from warner brothers about the dc universe and gotham there are maybe two or three versions of gotham city there's the super rich playboy socialite networking fancy area mm-hmm. there is the every street corner is an alleyway for batman to murder or beat up some thugs in yes and, or and, for parents to die. Or for parents to die, yes. Good point. <laughs> dead, dead parent alley. Dead parent yeah. alley. Um, and, then, and then there's like chemical warehouse industrial area, Gotham, mm-hmm. where shady shit goes down slash jokers are made. They make so much chemicals in Gotham. That's all they export. Well, you you <laughs> described Gotham in Arkham in the Arkham games, basically. But that's all we see, right? And, yeah, and I just yeah. think it was really interesting that like we see Gotham as an actual living, breathing city in this movie. And primarily it's, it's Chinatown for a lot of it because that's where Harley lives. But, mm-hmm. but it's really interesting to see Gotham in the daytime, Gotham as a city where people live and work in. Um, and did I like it? I don't know, honestly, <laughs> because at times I felt like I wasn't in Gotham and I don't know if that's Warner brothers fault or my fault, because I'm so used to seeing Gotham as being this gritty, visceral garbage town. That when I see it just as a, a city that has different sections, I'm just like, wait, are we in Gotham? Where are we? Are we in Toronto? Like, I'm not sure. So, like, I really like seeing it, but I don't know how I feel about it. Yeah, I like seeing the, um, like, the development of, like, the cool thing about Gotham is, like, is, especially in the games, if you play the games, it's like, they're all, the gangs are in there, and they're all kind of, like, competing for land and, you know, power, and they're all kind of going along like as Batman's doing stuff, there's like multiple, it's not like one guy's always running the city. It's like they're fighting for their little districts. And I always found that really cool. And they kind of did that a little bit. They're like, Oh, now that Joker's gone, like black mask is taking over and you know, like they're developing the crime world of Gotham, which is a really cool, intricate, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Really intricate, like 
living space of different groups. Words are hard, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, you were right, Matt. I'm done with them. <laughs> but that I, I like that part. I liked not being able to identify that it was just Toronto masked up as Gotham, but that's because it was LA and I've never been to LA. So maybe if you mm. did live in LA, you'd have noticed. I don't know. Hmm, probably. I didn't know shot in LA. Yeah. It's very bright, so that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with Matt that it is very weird to see Gotham in the daylight, but it I liked it. Like it's strange, but I liked it because normally you just see it in like you know normally that founders period at the end where Harley goes after Roman and mm-hmm. Sandra. That's just the way Gotham is normally. Like mm-hmm. it's just this foggy, creepy, fucking weird place. And I, for one, like seeing you know the way that hey, this is a city where people live. This is a city where the police department is absolutely useless as we all know from the canon, from the comics that they are, right? So I, I for one, enjoyed it. It was strange, yeah. but it was enjoyable. Yeah, it was interesting seeing it in the daylight, and, and they definitely shot it, like, in a very bright, colorful way, which I think was, like, the goal of the movie, you know, with their marketing and everything. It's like they wanted to go with a light, neon-colored uh, vibe. So I think they, that was a choice to shoot it in the daytime to go, to go with that. Because this movie really, when you look back at it, it's it's quite beautiful. Like, it's really well shot and really well framed. And every, you know, if you compare the the feel of this movie to, the, like, visually to the feel of Suicide Squad, it's like this movie is just, like, bombasting with color. And, yeah. you know, yeah. like, playfulness. Where Suicide Squad is, like, like a knife in your eye socket. Even when it's greedy, it's too bright. Which is very strange, but very interesting. In this movie, or in the in, in this Suicide movie, Squad, in this movie. yeah, yeah, in this movie. yeah. Though they wanted to be bright, colorful, feel good, kind of like how they advertised Suicide Squad was going to be. If you remember the trailers, it was all like fun yeah. colors with like Bohemian Rhapsody, and then it turned out to be like dark and not fun, <laughs> but still Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> but still Bohemian Rhapsody, and, yeah, <laughs> all the worst parts, uh, yeah. So this movie, they they really shot it. I thought it looked great. Obviously, the like musical numbers and like all these like fun, really colorful scenes was like really pretty. Funny, oddly enough, I looked into it and the cinematography. Who the cinematographer is, who works with it actually usually works with Darren Aronofsky on mm. all of his movies. Wow. Oh, interesting. So, so yeah, it's like he's like a. The, you could tell that they got a, a skilled cinematographer to, to really. Make this this movie look, more unique and more professional i don't want to shit on suicide squad too much we have a whole podcast about that but you can see the, you <laughs> can of, see the one contrast. of our longest ones too yeah exactly <laughs> exactly we all we all know how we feel about that movie but yeah like i just it's so like even when you just picture the movie this movie compared to suicide squad it's like such a huge contrast right same characters almost like same main character and it's such a big difference so it just shows what a skilled cinematographer can do i think the movie looked really good um, I, I, I noticed you said in there you're talking about the, the, the not just the cinematography but about the music of it and outside of, of the last song they used the really slow version of Hit With Your Best Shot which I think that was just weird deplorable and shitty yeah really um, bad yeah. 
I think the soundtrack was was excellent. I really thought the the cheerlessness of music matched the tone of the movie in, in such a, a bright way. And maybe that's coming off Suicide Squad, where I thought it was deplorable. Fuck you, Luciano, with your yeah. terrible. I ideas. didn't even say anything. Fuck you. I, I'm just getting ahead of the curve on this one. <laughs> I just think they did a really good job picking that and added to the brightness and the poppiness and the colorfulness of of the movie. Like I think of when you talk about cinematography, I think of the scene in the in the in the prison or not the prison, the, the, the police house, the jail, yeah. where the mm. rain's coming down and Harley's just beating the shit out of everybody. That was mm-hmm. like so good with different colored bean bags and gases. Like it was just, it was really fun to see her just beat the shit out of people. That was awesome and fun. Yeah. She's um, a fun character. Yeah. So it should at, be fun. They, 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 they just brought her up to a great level. Uh, the one thing I'll say is, as someone who has a beard, if you just take care of your beard, it won't light on fire that quickly. Really? There's no <laughs> way it goes up that fast. <laughs> it's also a PSA. The yeah, more just, you know. Yeah. Just to help you guys out. Uh, how, how do you know he didn't have a shitload of beard oil in there? Maybe that's what it was. Mm. No. More more PSAs. Beard <laughs> oil. Mm-hmm. Watch out. As someone who has a beard versus someone who doesn't have a beard, yeah. I can tell you, no. Okay. Beard oil, the secret killer. Yeah. Hmm. Dig it. Maybe it was just like bacon grease. One or the other. <laughs> Either way, it's finger licking good. <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk. I also want to yes and. Um, <laughs> I also want to yes and the cinematography and how, um, like with the title cards and then just uh, the, the the visuals and and like the style and color of this movie. Dug that. I'm, I was fine with that, um, especially with like a, the first Ace Chemical explosion. I really enjoyed that too. I feel a butt coming. No, no, I like this. I like the the stylized, and but... especially. Nah, bro, can't put words in my mouth, especially with like. Um, well, I don't know. This for me, this kind of feels like a segue into one of my points, which is about the action. And when we talk about, like, or think about uh, Harley's, you know, first uh, assault onto the police station and the beanbags and like the confetti bean, uh, you know, ex- what do you call those confetti grenades? Um, that was fun. But yeah. I enjoyed the um, like the water fight scene in the jail cells more. Uh, so yeah, to me, it's like the police. Yeah, the police station, the jail cell, and then like the back storage room or like evidence room. Um, yeah. yeah, the middle section in like with the water stuff, really, really well, uh, well shot and choreographed. I thought like Margot Robbie did a really, really good job in that sense. And I heard that the original choreo- uh, choreographer, fight choreographer they had wasn't quite working out. So they got one of the choreographers from John Wick to come help out and smooth things out. So Makes sense. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Motherfucking John Wick. <laughs> yeah. I, I really enjoyed that those fight scenes too. But like I said before, it, you know, at one point it feels like they're just like they're five people around her just waiting for their turn to get whacked in the nuts. But, I hear you. Know. you. I hear it was you. fun though. It was fun. Yeah, I hear you. It would it would have been great if they if they really tried. Like, how do you choreograph a scene where you actually have people trying to swarm and like mob you how do you do that and with someone as unpredictable as harlequin or joker or a batman they always seem to like they, like it's not impossible like batman's able to take on several people in um in uh batman versus superman in that warehouse scene and it was beautiful and like with cinematography and editing and the right choreography you can make it believable enough and i was fine with it in um in that middle uh jail cell scene especially with, like the water and like i think they slowed it down just a little bit here and there so i'm cool with that yeah i, I dug that action scene it didn't it didn't detract anything from me it's just <clears throat> looking at it i'm like okay 
I yeah. can see they're just they're just waiting to see what kind of crazy stench is gonna pull, and that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that the the cocaine part. It was True. amazing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, that was good. <laughs> yeah, I totally agree with you with the the sort of almost wooden delay when certain dudes are waiting to get hit by stuff, and that's what kind of break broke me out of it. So that was a little bit of a detractor. Did, but did they ever say why they don't have guns at the end scene? What, what end scene? Which one? Like the end, the end fight scene. Good yeah, it was just like, it's like it's just like you know five people inside this oh, place, like yeah, yeah. like mow them down with guns. But I like think the idea is is that not every gang can afford to have guns, and so like and some guys have they, guns, some guys. He don't. owns a successful club. They didn't want to kill Cassandra. That was the reason. That's oh yeah, that's true. Okay. And these guys aren't aren't like they're not like so so to speak like direct employees of of Rome. Yeah. They are. <laughs> They're, 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 contractors. they're contractors. Yeah, independent contractors. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that gang had a name at the end. It was like the something face gang or huh. I yeah. say at one point. I can't I, remember. I think the excuse there is so that they wouldn't accidentally kill the kid. That's mm. that's enough for me. I'll I'll yeah. take that. They had guns. The people who were outside waiting for them had guns. And so true, they, true, they true. Upped, upped the gun ante as we got closer to the end. Yeah. Um, it, it's really interesting because I think that of all the guys fighting within that sort of like fun house we'll call it um everybody survived except for anybody who huntress shot right <laughs> like she just yeah. killed she just, like 10 people randomly and everybody else <laughs> just got beat up she yeah. just she just murders yeah harlequin's mallet could have crushed skulls maybe but yeah. she seemed a little reserved in a for the most part like you know in, in a lot of her fight scenes like she maimed but she didn't murder it seemed oh yeah who she did just who did destroyed Harley. knees of people yeah, like literally broke legs but Twice. she didn't kill yeah. Oh, like Batman. <laughs> yeah, who was the person that killed people? Huntress. Huntress had her crossbow. The crossbow killer? Oh, oh, the, the crossbow, crossbow killer. killer. Yeah, that's the crossbow who you're talking killer. about. Yeah. The crossbow killer. <laughs> Helena Bertinelli. <laughs> oh, okay. Gotcha. So, like, uh, I, like I really, I like I, that last fight scene is a lot of fun. And I really appreciate them using Barracuda at the beginning of that fight. It was great. Um, but that has one of the main scenes where you go, oh, come on, bro, like try harder. Like there's a, a point where uh, Canary is going around on those weird hands. Oh, and then okay. she hits someone and then she turns, she twirls around and there's a guy waiting there doing nothing except for waiting. Mm -hmm. And he waits for her to pass in front of him. And then he swings like a full like 10 seconds later. I'm like, bro, what are you it, doing? Yeah, it was, the, it was a little cartoony, a little yeah, like Looney yeah. tunes -y. A little. However, yeah. I really like the fact that they were all kind of struggling to fight in a in the, the like amusement park kind of deal, but Harley was completely in her element fighting there. True, true. Like using the trampolines and everything. Everybody else was like, "Oh fuck, I'm I'm like falling down or whatever." And then and she was like, "Oh, jump around. Oh, let this guy go under me. Whack him in the nuts." And so on and so forth. I, I really, like it was just fun. That's what yeah. I'm saying. That's that's pretty much what that set piece was. It was it was a lot of chaos and and it served Harley well. Um, and when you say it was cartoony, I agree. How the fuck did Harley Quinn switch out from her boots to roller fucking? No, they even asked her. Right? Exactly. So it's awesome. <laughs> sure, but still, and like it's like she did like she didn't need them, but she could have had it from like the get go going to the amusement park. She could have done that before, and then it's like, what the fuck do you do with that? And she makes it work. Like, she always makes it work. But I would have, I mean, she needed it for the last scene. With the wait, wait, yeah, that's fine. why you got to be such a hater? Chris? Yeah, why can't you have bro? 
Not yeah, what, what's, not, it, what's it matter? I love what strong you... female characters, and I feel like the this action scene, uh, as and like previous ones, deserved better. What like what are you expecting exactly? Like I understand that some of the some of it's a bit hokey in that scene, but like why is so mad that Harley Quinn put roller skates on? Like does it, it why is it no why sense. does that matter? Yeah, but, what like, it matters but she, to me. But she's a crazy person. She does crazy things. Like I don't sure. know why you're you're questioning someone who's so random that she wouldn't have put roller skates on. Man. Why do you hate the sad. magic of film? It's not Ooh. magical. They're, they're trampling on it, and it's not. No, but, it's not, but re- re- realistically, what, what were we, like what were you expecting for action in this this file scene? What would like I, I know you know we script doctor later, but but how do you how do you make this something you you you're not mad at? Well, they could have used the same scene, like sorry, the same environment, but it, it also goes back to my original point of of casting, and it's not again, it's not the cast fault, but the people in those decision making positions that selected the wrong the wrong people in my opinion okay so i don't okay so, so i feel like there should just so go i want to be i want to be sorry I, I keep cutting off i want to be clear here go for it you're not mad at um is it uh, mary elizabeth weinstead or no. journey Smollett? i said that before but yeah yeah go, keep you're going. mad at the people who said you can play these characters exactly so you want people who are better at being action oriented stars for like totally of a totally okay totally so it's not it's not the actor's fault it's the no, casting no, no, they cast all. terrible choices it's, chris wants exactly john claude van damme to play no, i don't nah, i heard bro. him say it <laughs> nah bro with, with a redhead yeah with, he, with red hair. he would be better <laughs> that would be better so like, there's a whole pool of I, I can keep it short there's a whole pool of of talent that that could take a crack at this like it's like they want money so they they put faces in the slots give us that some names bring it in give us Ooh, some names what? So, which names uh, of these do you think will bring in money? Well, it's not I about. Think... I don't. I, I think it's more. It's if you can you can serve the characters and make great action scenes without always going for bigger names. And if they exist, great. But I don't know. I don't know. But here's off the top of my head. So for Cassandra Kane, and this this is a bit of a script doctor, uh, because they'd have to age her up. Brenda Song, she's trained in kung fu. Uh, right. And and they could age up a little more if they want, which would take some more doctoring. Have any of you seen Chocolate with Jija Yannin? No, it's incredible. Like Muay Thai, um, you know, really, really good. And Thai boxing uh, for Black Canary. I can't think of. I got one, but I can't think of too too many. Bron- uh, sorry, Ronda Rousey. She could pull oh that off. Oh my god! Then you she just lost the entire audience. Yeah, she that's... can pull off the fighting, not the talking. She can't act. She should never looking, talk. I'm looking for fighting. So no, you, you, you no, you can't. So, wait, okay. wait, wait, wait. Okay, okay. Do you remember Iron Fist? <laughs> Do you remember Iron Fist? The, yes. the the actress that played Colleen, Jessica Henwick. Yeah, I'm fine face. with that too. Like it doesn't. Yeah. She doesn't need to be Caucasian. I don't care because she's a good actress and she knows how to fight. Yeah, I want someone who's capable. And thank you for that. Uh, for if Huntress, you... they're they're. Hmm. Yeah, if you cast people who are physically capable over their ability to act, you're gonna have a bad time. Yeah, it's With gonna few it's gonna be bad. With few exceptions, yeah. Stunt doubles can do action, and they could make it with movie magic. You can't fix wooden terrible acting, <laughs> R- Ronda Rousey. You can't fix Ronda Rousey in post. <laughs> yeah, you can't. I have to work on that one. I admit it, that. It's something to point out here is that I don't. I didn't look, so I don't know, but. But it's not. We can't. We're not saying that they're not capable of doing the action. It's that they don't look. They don't look like they're capable. Like as much as I like Jeremy Smollett's portrayal of of Black Canary from an energy standpoint, yeah. when yeah. she's fighting, she doesn't look like she's ever fought or done anything athletic. Correct. Correct. And so that's that's the problematic thing. So like picking, I, I think it's interesting that we should be able to pick uh, actors that are capable of being 
actors and fill action roles in a meaningful way. Um, and this, the, the person, the character, the actor who played mm-hmm. Colleen from, from Iron Fist is a great example of somebody who can do both totally. at the same it's, time. It, I think you guys un, misunderstand how hard that is to find. I mean, like people yeah, who no, usually dedicate to one craft are you a casting not agent? usually the best. I, funny <laughs> enough, <laughs> Spencer's casting, casting agents agents. Aren't working hard enough. Did yo. you see Entourage with Ronda Rousey? Yeah. With Ronda Rousey? I, no, I only saw Ronda Rousey in the Fast and the Furious movie where she fought Michelle Rodriguez. I, who, I rest who, my case. Who Michelle Rodriguez I rest my case. addition to this cast. True. I rest True. my... Replace Rosie Perez with Michelle Rodriguez and I'm in. I'm fine case. with that too. But Spencer? I respect Rosie Perez. Shut up, Spencer. Listen, <laughs> you guys, na- uh, like name. There's so many like action people who are like. Did you see the Mortal Kombat movie? Which one? That's oh, what yeah. happens. Either of them when you cast actual people with karate skills and martial arts experience as as lead actors. I'm not saying you have to cast someone who has martial arts skills, but you have to cast someone who looks like they could do that. I have an Yeah, that's fine. Ha- then yeah, you, have you, you guys get, you can watched- train them. Westworld, a bit yes. of it, but not enough. I'm afraid. So, like, th- some of the actors and actresses there—they're not martial artists, but they do pretty good at, at, you know, making me believe that they can do that kind of stuff. Yeah, I have another example. Do you remember back in Suicide Squad, the actress who played Katana? She still had lines. Oh, yeah, she was believable. Yeah, oh, that's arguable. Karen well, Furuhawa. I still appreciate like that. that. Man, I don't have time for you just explaining your one-off statements. But like, how was she not believable? She just said like three things. Listen, if, you, if, if, if I'm, I'm looking, if I'm looking for examples of people who are good at acting and fighting, and you have to cite Suicide Squad, you're you're losing your argument. That is no, fair. I didn't cite Suicide Squad. I cited Fast and Furious. Uh, <laughs> that's just the Change the narrative. I rest. Sir, my case. Wonder Woman came from Fast and Furious, so yeah, come at me, bro. Um, that's true. That's true. I mean, there's diamonds in the rough for sure, but. Yeah. Anyways, so I think we've beat this one to the ground. I, I, I agree with Chris that we could have better better actors who are used to – it's just hard to portray yourself in a, in a physical or intimidating way. Well, again, we're going in circles. None of those cast members were like casted as like the super strong ninja characters like Cassandra Cain wasn't. Right. You she know, wasn't even Cassandra Cain. Yeah. yeah. Like, so that, like yeah. let's take Huntress that. Huntress was kind of, but and like that was fine. She was – she wasn't like she could have been a little more like physically imposing, sure. Sure, but like if you think of Black Canary, like she just looked like she looked good for being, you know, the lounge singer and the driver. Yeah. When it came to the physical, like the, the physicalness, and she tried to basically be very similar to how Harley Quinn was portrayed. It was just a little bit harder for me to wrap wrap my and, brain around. Yeah, but no one's as physically imposing as Rosie Perez. No? She's got <laughs> the attitude. Fuck you up. She's got five feet of. Of, of fury five feet that's a stretch <laughs> she's got four foot six of fury I'll coming at go. you I'll let it, I'll let it so I'll okay let it. so we we talked we somehow we got back into characters again because we're we're really into that but i, I kind of want to talk about the story overall because i think that's the story kind of ties back to these characters right mm-hmm. and and the best part of the story is that it's 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 the first maybe the only greatest example of the time where warner brothers was able to craft the story that had small stakes in terms of the effect to the outer world, but big stakes to the characters within the story. And you can quibble at the characters and how they were not used correctly in the story, but everything what's happening is important to them. You know, Harley Quinn's trying to not get killed yeah. because she's not with the Joker. Yeah. Um, 
this version of Cassandra Kane is trying to not get killed. Mm-hmm. Um, the cop is trying to get some actual vengeance. Huntress is trying to kill everybody to get, you know, to do the family thing. Like, yeah. it's nice to see them tell a story that that didn't have to necessarily be, hey, the world's on fire, you got to save it. Like, Suicide Squad is our favorite movie to reference, but it's an awful example of, like, why it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. And the characters all have motivations, like real motivations that are personal, which is nice and not super confusing. A la Batman vs. Superman. Where you're like, why is anybody doing anything in this movie? Because their mom's named Martha. Yeah, because they're moms. <laughs> why did you say <laughs> that, nerd? It was also <laughs> oh, released on Mother's Day. <laughs> oh, I don't fun, fact. <laughs> fun fact. Fun fact. It's definitely not true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. That was a, That's a really strong part of this movie is it's like, it feels like a cohesive movie, which is, believe it or not, a stretch for the DCEU, where it like yes. everything flows <laughs> cohesively. There's a lot less like, what? Why? Moments, you know? It, it, the interesting part of this movie, I think, is is the overall impact it has to this universe, right? Because it's this movie exists in the, the current, whatever DC universe we're in. We'll call it the Zack Snyder first for lack of a better term, because he's had the most impact on it. But you know the idea that that they're going to put characters into this world and then delete them before we ever get to use them in a greater sense. Victor Zaz is presumably dead. Um, I know we've debated this, but Black Mask is most definitely dead. <laughs> um, it, it's arguable. We didn't, de- we didn't debate this. Just Spencer is crazy. <laughs> okay. It's arguable that he's might show he's maybe dead. Show or me very the dead. body. Show me the body. You saw, saw it explode in the air. That's, that's, Show that's me it. all the pieces of the body. That was no. That was it. Usually, when it's no body, like there's still a chance. Just like in Suicide Squad, <laughs> helicopter crashing, no Joker body. Yeah, <laughs> there was no See? Joker body. Chris just made my point. Uh, okay, my, my overall wow. point here is they make some very interesting choices about what happens in Gotham mm. and what happens to the overall DC universe that that could have potential in the overall story right like mm. she breaks up with the joker and i i really appreciate they don't dwell on that at all um mm. because i didn't want to see that shit but mm-hmm. but how does that impact the story going forward like is she going to show up in the next movie and they're back together or is she going to show up with the joker how are they going to how does this story inform the dceu as it moves forward i would say no to both those questions explain I mean, I don't. There, I in the next Suicide Squad, I don't think they're going to mention the Joker at all. Yeah, I think that's possible. And I don't yeah. think God really. Yeah, well, I think that they've they learned that they've got to. If they're not continuing the Snyderverse, there's no reason to bring the Joker, like Jared Leto's Joker, in. Mm-hmm. So I don't think they're going to. And also, it just it causes it's too distracting to the story. If you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I don't think they're gonna. She's gonna be with them again at all. I think she's her own. She's her own character now, and she doesn't have to rely on him to prop her up, which is good. You know, it's like she has her own sort of identity as a character. But yeah, yeah. I, I really appreciate as well, you know, that it wasn't another world ending plot. Hmm. That was just refreshing to me. Yeah. That it didn't need to be, or they're going to have to save the world from Black Mask. No, it's just Harley just doesn't want to die. <laughs> and, and that to me is a good enough driver for the plot. Um, it doesn't have to always be doom and gloom, explode everything or, you know, save everything. So um, the problem is, to answer your other question, Matt, is 
WB has a history of fucking up even when they should know better. I wouldn't be surprised if they have some mentions of Joker on that new Suicide Squad movie, for example. Like maybe a line, but not. He won't, it's not like he's going to be in it. Hopefully obviously. not. Yeah, it doesn't seem like you he's not in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I that's good. the house on that. Also, is that movie part of the DCU or is that like, because I'm not sure. I don't I even know if the DCEU is part of the DCEU anymore. Good it's, point. It's <laughs> so <laughs> fucking confusing. I've heard that James Gunn was brought in to semi-reboot the Suicide Squad, although it's the sequel. You know what I mean? It's, it's the, weird. What, what did I just say? It's like, I know. See, they don't even know. I don't even think the people making the movie know. They're just no. like given the character. And they're like, just, just like, make it. You got onto something. Let's keep this. Let's try to keep this train rolling. Like, Here's like, some money. Here are some characters. Go do something. It's so sad. Yeah. Like, it is sad. Good it is for Suicide sad. Squad 2. I'm not really excited for it. I'm, I'll be honest. but I'll, And I'll watch it. But I don't know. It's like I, I feel a bit heartbroken. Like, I think it's going to be good. I hope so. So the thing about the DCEU is it doesn't really seem to have any plan whatsoever of hmm. what's part of the universe and what's not. Right? Like, Because they have this movie in the universe the suicide squad is the new one is in the universe and they're continuing and they're continuing with wonder woman and aquaman and the flash all within dceu but then they're making a new batman outside the dceu and they're for some reason do not want to make another Uh-oh. superman movie of any kind or oh, i also heard them again yeah but they're also <laughs> i also heard a rumor they're making a new dc a new superman movie but a black superman and jj abrams is making it and Ooh. I'm just like, I don't know what's going on, but it's like, just, just continue this universe. Like, I don't know. It's so simple. WB stands for worst business. Perfect. <laughs> nice <laughs> burn, bro. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> I'll be here all week. Fuck. That was awful. Uh, they, they really don't know what the fuck they want to do. I agree. Like, it's like they're shooting in every direction and hoping something hits pay, pay dirt. Yeah. And even uh, when it hits pay dirt, they're like, who cares? Let's not do that again. <laughs> like, like, I don't understand what they're trying to do. Success? Yeah. Uh, I don't really care for that. Yeah. So. And I yeah. think that's why, as well, all the movies are so different in terms of like not just tone but substance and, and everything mm-hmm. else. It doesn't feel like one cohesive universe to me. Yeah. Obviously, not as much as Marvel's does. But mm-hmm. yeah. And that's what's really interesting about about like this whole this this era of like superhero type movies you don't need to copy marvel but at least have a plan period and like commit to that you know and if and 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 learn from it grow from it and try it doesn't feel like they're trying and that's why we get so many of these in my opinion it just it just feels like they are expecting to make a billion dollars in every film and when they don't it was a failure and we're going to move on. It's like they're making video games for some reason. Oh, yeah. Like well, EA. WB does make video games. And, you know. <clears throat> oh, yeah. I think you're right. Good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. WB but... is the EA of making movies. Oh, <laughs> that, that hurts so deep. <laughs> yeah. Because of how true it is. Yeah, I was going to say, you ring so true. <laughs> yeah. It just cuts me so hard. <laughs> like... I like it's such a shame that this movie didn't do well at the box office because I believe it's such a step in the right direction for DC. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like this movie was with it didn't have any big characters other than Harley, which is not known to be a draw. Mm-hmm. And it it was a good movie, and it was like building. I would love it if DC was just like we're going to make an R-rated superhero universe, and that's our thing. Like we're going to go R-rated with all our 
superheroes. Maybe not all of them. Like, make, you can make Wonder Woman not as R-rated. But, like, make some Batman R-rated movies. Make this R-rated. Like, there's a big crowd for that, in my opinion. You know, a, a big audience that would love that. And their their comics are so rated R, too. Like, a lot yeah. of the the DC comics. So, yeah. just fucking go all in with that. And then you can make a, a new... That's the thing. They don't have, to, like, this new Batman universe that they're developing with Robert Pattinson. Mm-hmm. That can exist with this DCEU yeah. going as well. Yeah. It's not like the olden days where people are like... I'm so confused. Which one's what? People are pretty up like to date with what is what in the universes. All right. Do we have anything else we want to hit on this before we we script doctor or complain? Yeah. Yeah, I got something. Um. So if WB is the EA of of like movie making, especially when it comes to you know properties that IPs that we love, comics, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, I I don't think you really need to copy Marvel or Kevin Feige, but you do need someone who, who can be that architect. JJ Abrams. No, nope. I don't know. No, no, I don't know. No, I'm not going to fight no. for him. No. I'm just saying, okay. Well, thank you. Don't die um, on that hill, please. No. I'm not, I'm not arguing for it. Did I say no, no. yet? <laughs> <laughs> but I do have an idea for someone who could be pretty cool. Kevin Smith. I think, right. I, I mean, listen, better it, than JJ Abrams. Yeah. <laughs> That's he, a low bar though. Yeah. What? Well, sure. Um, but Kevin Smith is a comics dude. One and two. He he knows he he fucking knows comedy and he knows how to tell stories. You don't necessarily have to have him direct every movie. Please no. But you I don't think he someone. should direct at all. I, Sorry. I just want to say. I just want to say that Kevin Smith once had a plan for making Nicolas Cage Superman. I'm just gonna leave it there. That alone. Just gonna leave it there. Wasn't that? Oh yeah. yeah. That's a whole thing, eh? That. <laughs> Here, here's the thing then. I think we, we don't have a great person we decide on. I think Warner Brothers maybe tried to let it be Jeff Johns. I'm not even clear on that because while he was brought over, I don't know if he ever actually was able to – they seem to meddle, right? So I think the only solution here is I think we should we should take on that role. And we'll, just yeah. do, we'll, do, we'll do an episode where we will be the Kevin Feige of DCAU and tell everybody how to fix it. Oh, my so dream. Of that. Yeah, Does that make awesome. sense? Yeah, hell yeah. I, and once I make my case, I will be open for hiring – WB, <laughs> yeah, you don't well, even have to pay me. Well, I mean, <laughs> honestly, that might you'll, get you'll, you have hired. To, you'll have to pay me, WB. I got to be honest. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna have to pay me too. Yeah. Oh, did I say you don't have to pay me? Yeah, you, you did. did. I, I, was a, I misspoke. They need to hire the dream team, the four of us, the four mm. horsemen well, of resurrection. Such a mis, mish, mishmash. Yeah, of mishmash. ideas. Yeah, Listen, yeah. Well, you and I, me. Spencer, you and I cannot talk. Mm-hmm. We'll just share ideas with with Chris and Luciano, and they can present them. Since mm. we're so bad with the words, nah, <laughs> yeah. nah, nah, nah. movie, movie, all for good. one and one for ghost all. writing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, not even. We all deserve the spotlight. Like we should be the we should be the check it. We should be the um, the Phil Lord and Chris Miller of this resurrection. Yo, Do you name me yeah, yourself. Nah, man. No, they're, they're There's good. There's actual Chris Miller and, yeah, and, and Phil Lord. They're 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 really good. They made they're, the Spider Verse. Yeah. They did. Oh, they okay. Other I'm movies in. I'm too. In. I'm in. Yeah. You can do that. Famously that fired that. from Solo. Yeah. Listen. Oh, yeah. Wow. Star Wars okay. did him a favor. Yeah. Good yeah. move. That's true. <laughs> All right. So so let's let's finish off this movie here before we start speculating on how to fix the whole damn thing. Do we have script doctor? Uh, we have. You're in the house. The doctor's yes. in the house. Um, is there anything we should be doctoring on the script? I think there's many things to be done on this script. And this movie isn't a bad movie, but it is a muddled, 
not muddled. It's like they don't know what they're trying to do. I said it before. In my opinion, you either make this a Harley Quinn movie or you make it a team-up movie, Birds of Prey movie. And you can tell in the title the way they wanted both. They wanted their cake and they wanted to eat it too. Typical WB. And they basically have, in my opinion, the biggest thing they would have to do is focus on it being a Harley Quinn movie to start, introduce the characters, but don't have the team up in this movie. And then and then that build the world a bit, have a sequel where it's the Birds of Prey, where it's them uniting. And that way you have development of all the characters. Because right now, there's no emotional payoff to them being a team. You're like, oh, they're finally learned how to work together. It's like, they don't even know each other. Mm-mm. They barely liked each other. Yeah. It's like there's no there's no as a as a viewer, like you don't get anything from them teaming up. Can you give me a script, a rough draft of a Harley Quinn movie without the birds of prey? I mean, I don't think it has to be too different from this. I think that it's it, the 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 format would work of just Harley Quinn breaking up with the Joker. I like that idea of her breaking up with the Joker and being wanted by all the everyone she's wrong i think that's a great concept and that could have gone through the whole movie of her just like trying to survive from different groups and then build up those groups more and develop the different gangs that are after her for what reasons and you can develop their backstory too yeah so spend more time on like talk more about the actual gangs that are chasing her exactly yeah the batman lore of of the rogues options Mm -hmm. give more face time to our boy you mcgregor yeah and, and you know, it, like if you're really building the world, you could have cameos from other villains that were will be in other movies or have been in past movies. No, no. oh god, oh god, get the fuck out, get the fuck out. Yeah, yeah. There's so many. You're out of the group. Uh, <laughs> you're out of the script group. <laughs> yeah, one thing that I think they could have done is like like Spencer was saying is make it so that it's just her trying to survive and make the whole diamond thing like a uh, like a power grab rather than just a, yeah, like yeah, a yeah. fuck up make it yeah. like so like okay i'm gonna make this you know my my way of getting ahead and making people respect me and not try to just think that i'm just gonna die if they come near me mm-hmm. uh, and then you like you can have cameos from other villains if you need to but even cameos from the the the, the birds Allies. of prey just like you know, helping her out willingly or unwillingly, or willingly or unwillingly. Like I, I think mm-hmm. there's enough in the in the mix there that you could you you didn't have to change. Almost like the 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 plot setup is fine. Is just cramming too mm-hmm. much things in there. For the record, she has nothing to do with the birds of prey, right? No, like, not at all. So I don't know why we keep trying to put the birds of prey in this movie. That's just about her. Like yeah. it could just not exist. Yeah. Well. Yeah. That's actually a good point. They could have made this movie almost entirely the same with with the Birds of Prey characters playing the small roles that they do because they they do have very small roles in the movie. Just don't have that team up at the exactly. end. Exactly. Just don't have them all meet up at that that carnival area. Yeah, yeah, don't yeah. have a random fight scene because I don't think you need it. The real finale is her and Sionis, you know, mm. Harley Quinn one-on-one, like what the movie is supposed to be, a Harley movie. And just have them not show up at the end. There, they're just characters in the story that play a part. And maybe don't blow him up at the end. And don't blow him up at the end. Hundred percent. What if? Here, here's my thought on this. What if instead of Birds of Prey, we bring a Batgirl into the movie? Fuck yes. Oh, so yeah. it's it's Batgirl kind of versus kind of not versus Harley Quinn. They ha- they're forced to team up to stop. Uh, black mask 
plus and Victor's as plus Victor's as yeah. Like what if what if we do that because because ideally Barbara Gordon ends up becoming Oracle, right? Mm-hmm. And yep. so so that is a better segue into it's people are going to grasp to to, to back her own more than they're going to grasp for most of the most of the birds of prey outside of Black Canary. I wasn't even aware of most of the other characters, and. Yeah. But they grasp to Batgirl, and then you can carry that on to other films and move yourself towards Birds of Prey later on. Because, you know, I don't, I like Birds of Prey, and I think it's a great idea, but I don't know why it needed to be now. It just, that doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. It did not need I that. Love all that. There's nothing that said it had to be now or ever. Like, they don't have to have anything in, in to related to each other, Harley and, and Birds of Prey, I mean. Yeah, I don't, I like, I like that idea. Batgirl's a pretty big character. So it's like to have her, she could even be like, she could almost start in her own movie, but that, that would be a good, good way to develop her as a character without having to give her her own movie. Like Batgirl versus like, Harley Quinn. Well, or don't they team up if they're in Birds of Prey? They kind of be like united. Harley Quinn has nothing to do with Birds of Prey. Oh, you're saying just take Harley Quinn Birds out of Birds of Prey it? are done. No, take the Birds of Prey out. Fuck them. It's just Harley Quinn versus Batgirl. And they find out their dad's name was Marty. And oh, gotcha. <laughs> Marty Scorsese. <laughs> yeah. Dun, dun, dun. But like I'm just saying, like Jesus let's Christ. let's stop with the birds but of prey. Not. Like we don't need the birds yeah. of prey. Yeah, there's we no need, need for them. that. I don't think birds the, of prey is really selling anything either. It's, I think the whole reason for the birds not of now. prey to be there is just to, for it to be sort of like a, a like a bunch of strong female characters, which I like together. Yeah. But you don't have yeah. to have all of them there. And that's there's why no I brought reason. you Batgirl. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I and that, and that is a good segue later into a Birds of Prey movie that has nothing to do with Harley. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, Probably, yeah, yeah. If you do Batgirl versus Harley, though, it's like Harley isn't really a villain as she is depicted in the DCEU. Like a, tr- she's not really a true villain. So it, it'd be hard she to have is her when as she's an antagonist, with Joker, right? She yeah, is. but but she wouldn't be like a great antagonist. Well, not in not in this movie. She she shouldn't be. It, it should be like almost like okay. You're a criminal, but I have to team up with you for Batgirl. And for Harley, it would be okay. Like I hate you because you're one of the bats, but you know I need your help. It's sort of like a begrudging alliance more than a yeah. friendship or anything. They were gonna have Batman team up with the Joker and fucking the Elseworlds, like where yeah, Superman goes crazy for Zack Snyder. Yeah. So why can't we have Batgirl and and Harley team up? See, I like it. However, I. I, okay, so yeah, all for strong female characters, right? But I wonder if Batgirl might, and I want to see that. Like, I, I'm I'm cool with it, but I wonder if Batgirl is too much because if you use someone like maybe Renee uh, Montoya, um, it might be a, li- a a bit of a a more believable pairing. And it, when we when I listen to this idea, it reminds me of Forty Eight Hours, Eddie Murphy and Nick Nolte in a way, in a way. <laughs> oh wow! Okay. You, oh, just I'm not wow. saying it's bad. I'm he just, just talking about the we pairing. Were, what we were all thinking. <laughs> we were and, all going you know, 48 hours. It should. It could. It could. Like it's been done tons of times. I mean, uh, in different. In yeah, like different buddy cop. Rush hour. Yeah, yeah. I got right. you. Awkward buddy. Right. I that could work. That's what I thought when you said it. I thought you meant team up. It would be like a an awkward buddy cop. Awkward. Movie. Te- she's the straight. Awkward team she's, up. She's like the vibe. Comedy. Yeah, I can see that. Right. But it should totally. I also. I also think it should totally be. You know, a Harley driven story. Sure. Yeah, it's tough because it's like Batgirl hasn't been introduced at all, and I feel like she would be better if she was developed in it. a Batman movie. I totally. You know, I, like, I think. I think she'd be worse served worsely. I don't know how to say that. I'm bad with words. <laughs> Clearly. But, 
she'd be Less she'd get a real she'd get the raw deal if she was in a batman movie because like look what they did with fucking alicia silverstone and that what? fucking god awful let's not okay but like <laughs> no what what oh alicia silverstone is a batgirl Bad oh girl. yeah sorry gotcha gotcha, gotcha. That, was, that was oh that movie Holy we need a palate cleanser it was yeah. weird that alfred was her uncle i don't know why they had to do that True. but anyways my point is like i don't think there's a great way to bring batgirl in and if if but if you want this to be a, if you want this to be a, a purely a Harley driven story, then that's fine. But if you chop out all the birds of prey, everybody, and you bring Batgirl in, you can. Mm-hmm. I think there's still the room for Harley Harley to have most of the screen time, but all mm-hmm. those other roles that were filled by the multiple birds of prey, Batgirl can effectively fill them by being kind of a pseudo cop, you know, by being able to provide information, show up at random times to fuck with her. That would be a cool hmm. way, and that that would let the DC universe have Batgirl, and then you could expand on that, maybe with her own movie by the end. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not against it. It's not impossible, so I'm still cool with it. Yeah. Either way, like we need to, we need to find a way, we need to find a way to force WB DC movies to to go more lean, a la like Joaquin Phoenix Joker, like, and I'm not saying in tone, but like. Like work, like keep it simple, stupids. You know. Yeah, I was just gonna say as the last bit on this, it didn't even have to be a fully fledged Batgirl. It could be Barbara Gordon get becoming. Sure, why not? Yeah, then it wouldn't Harley, take Harley away. Quinn beca- it right. wouldn't take away from Harley Quinn, is what I'm saying. Yeah, right. Harley Quinn um, enjoying and gaining more agency, and Barbara on the come up. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, you could do that with Barbara. You could do that with Cassandra Cain. That's you could do true. it with any other one instead of all the BOP. Right. You could have any one of them slot one in. Yeah. And like, and even still, take it. For, you could even take it for like. There's so many combinations. You could even ha- bring in Poison Ivy. Then, you could do whatever you want. Then you got the sirens, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just another addition. Now, now I'm like thinking about this movie in my head. I'm like, this could actually work as a movie. Is just Harley and Batgirl, and uh, have J.K. Simmons as commissioner Gordon in it. And he's like yeah. running, like running the case and back back girls, like getting facts about the case by stealing files and stuff. <laughs> I could see it working. I dig yeah. it. Yeah, I definitely do. Um, okay. We beat this into the horse. We're definitely going to propose that movie. <laughs> we and beat this, this into, into the, the horse. horse. Ended it into the horse. Oh no. my Lord. <laughs> okay. Take this dead hey. four legged creature. Hey, Hey, <laughs> we're past it now. We're moving on. All right. Are there any other nitpicks with the movie, not with the way I talk? No, mm. I was happy with it. Uh, I don't have I a nitpick. You. I just have something I, I need to say. Um, no, it's nitpicks you. or bust. <laughs> Slimy jizz nozzle is my favorite insult of all time. What? Yeah, she when, says when, that. When oh, she okay. opens the, the, the gun uh, like closet or, or whatever, and there's no oh, yeah. guns there. Like, <laughs> that slimy jizz nozzle. I laughed way too hard at that. And then I have to use it at some point. Oh, I'm sure you'll find a way. <laughs> uh, I got a shout out for uh, Stephen Williams, a la 21 Jump Street, as the uh, the cop that stole Montoya's shine and got the promotion. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, that's it. I have a nitpick. I didn't love the dance sequence in her fantasy, like the diamonds are a girl's best friend thing. Oh. oh, when she's tripping out because Roman slaps the shit out of her. Yeah, I just thought that was out of place. It looked cool, but it was just like... Weird. I don't know. It seemed like they were just getting a clip that they wanted to use in the trailer. <laughs> yeah, so someone like, had an idea and just like, yeah. no, let's put it in. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Holy shit. 
I, I'm also nitpicking um, Huntress's story arc. Like, I'm cool with that, but that could have also, if we're talking script doctoring and nitpicking, Harley going freedom and um, and and Helena seeking revenge. Like these two, these two pa- merging paths. Like, I would have loved to see more revenge in parallel with. I'm look. I'm trying to survive and da 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 da. Wow, wow. That involves less Harley time and more character development, which they were I'm not just getting gonna in, do. I'm just getting excited. I'm sorry. <laughs> um I, I, I know you guys were all over the place with, with the characters, but I just I really appreciated the the way the Huntress was played. And I like at the end of the movie it, when they're sitting and having uh, you know, burritos and margaritas and they steal the car and she laughs her ass off like mm-hmm. she thinks it's funny and she just has no clue about how to interact with humans. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I, I really enjoyed that that little bit of humor that seemed to fit the world world well. <laughs> That's not a nitpick. That was positive. <laughs> I hate get him, uh, boys. <laughs> I hate how you talk after I talk. And... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a genuine nitpick. You're there you go. Fired. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I don't. This movie was pretty pretty solid. I don't think it. I had too many All right. uh, nitpicks. Do you want? Do you want to get there then? Let's 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 you. You've been chopping at the bit to give us your your final score, so Spencer, let's, let's yeah get, yeah get there. I mean, I I like this movie. I will say that I lo- I liked it. I wasn't wowed by it. You know, I think somebody else said it that they're like I forgot a lot about it. It's like it's almost a little bit forgettable. But watching it again, I'm like, yeah, I like this movie. Um, I think I'm giving this a uncommon. So, you know, not not great, but it was it was solid. I like this movie. Do you I just, hate whimsy? I I, I, <laughs> I kinda do hate whimsy. Alright, fair enough. <laughs> you know? It's like just you know, relax. Yeah. Yeah, I would say it, it was good. It was not great. It was good. It was could have been fixed with, you know, better character development for the birds of prey. Hence the name of the movie. Yes. It's Harley Quinn and the emancipation of a little bit better character development for the birds. Of the <laughs> yeah, exactly. Jesus. <laughs> I mean, I love how perfectly that title sums up yeah, it's how all over the place they were when thinking if about shoe where fits, to go with this movie. If the shoe, if the roller, the <laughs> Yeah. Luciano? Uh, this is like I'm torn between Uncommon and Rare. I'm going to go with Rare because I... This is like a, a movie that I would watch again. Uh, it's silly. It's, you know, not necessarily... It has problems. I would too, would like to have, you know, some of the cramming, crammed in stuff that that was done not happen. That would have made it better. Um, but overall, I thought it was a solid movie. It's fun. It's it's witty. And, and it's definitely rewatchable, at least for me. Yeah, um, I would agree with that. Um, I think my ranking would also end up being rare. Um, I think that there are some forgettable parts, and then the acting is for the the characters and how they're portrayed is a bit frustrating. But I think it's just a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun with this movie. Margot Robbie is so talented as an actor that she carries this movie basically to that rare on her own. Just seeing how she portrays Harley, living in that space, the fun she has with it, how she's able to switch from the crazy person to the person who's like psychoanalyzing analyzing you to her, you know, 
complete violent tendencies is just a treat and they they were able to wrap a fun a fun package for that for me chris man so on the strength of on the strength of margot robbie and ewan mcgregor it should be rare but no i'm uncommon Uh, sorry you're uncommon I'm not uncommon. I'm giving my rating is uncommon. Yeah, yeah. Right. No, I just wanted to be clear on your rating because it sounded like you were on common and I wanted to be like you were. That sounds sexual. Like with the rapper common. Yeah. And he's one of my favorite, <laughs> yeah. you know, favorite rappers, but like, no. Um, yeah. I, I want to give it rare, but I can't because of a lot of the flaws for me. Wow. And so um, I respect the man it, who still. gave legendary to. Zack Snyder's Justice League gives this movie mm-hmm. uncommon. Yeah, you surprised me, That's sir. Right. Well, I agree with not that. every movie is the not every movie is what it is. You know? What? Well, I think every movie is what it is. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, not every movie not is be. what you think it is. Every movie is what it is. Otherwise, it wouldn't be. Yeah. Exactly. Well, that's your opinion. <laughs> <laughs> You're entitled to that, sir. <laughs> I respect your opinion, and this is mine, yeah, sir. Is, is anybody fading in and out of consciousness right now? Yeah. Yes. yes. Wait, what? Yes. <laughs> Nah. <laughs> it's the first time you've ranked like Matt has ranked higher than me and uh, yeah and Chris on a DC movie. Interesting, different strokes. I don't have rose-colored lenses. So. D- don't oh you no! Oh, of course no. you don't. That's yes, why I you don't. gave fucking legendary to that piece of shit. Hey, yeah, hey, oh, come what on piece now. of shit? <laughs> you're talking about Suicide Squad, sir? <laughs> we're talking about we're talking about Zack Snyder's Justice League right now. I don't think so. <laughs> He, that's what he's talking. He's talking about suicide, sir. Yeah. He's talking about suicide because if he comes near the Snyder cut, he's going to get cut. Mm, that's a threat. That sounds like that's brain right. damage from watching that movie. Anyways, yeah, nah, I'm yeah, going to yeah. segue us into wrapping up this podcast um, because I can. So <laughs> fair enough. Should. Yeah, no, fair enough. I, I thank think you. We respect fair. your agency, sir. Yeah, yeah. So thank you for listening to whatever this was. Um, <laughs> if you have comments and concerns, you should have concerns. Don't contact the authorities. They won't do anything. <laughs> no, email us instead. Just email and they us. They won't help you. Chris is not having a stroke. This is him. <laughs> this, is, this is Chris. <laughs> this is Spencer. This ah, is it. Um, ah. The email address is yourwrongcast at gmail.com. There's also a website. There's also a Twitter account. They are all yourwrongcast. Uh, the website has a .ca because we're greasy Canadians. Whoop, whoop. And uh, we like saving a couple of bucks on our URLs. Mm-hmm. So we have one I'm left. Not greasy. One one movie left in our our DCEU run, and that is Wonder Woman 1984. Yes, which I haven't seen yet. I've not wow. seen it either. So, um, who knows what I'll think of it? I heard it's not great. I've yeah, read, so did I. I've read on the internet. That's true. Go in with an open mind, you fucking I, son of a bitch. It's Wonder, wow. it's Wonder Woman. We will. Wow. I love Wonder Woman. So yeah. I, I love Wonder Woman, and as it's well. got the Mandalorian in it. So I really want to like this movie. Oh, okay. good. But. But That's I'm better. sure that'll just disappoint me in the end. Hey, Anyways. keep your mind open, you <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> he has spoken, okay, sir. But uh, so that, that'll be next week. That'll be our next movie. So for now, I am Matt. I'm Luciano. I am Spencer. And I am Job. Oh, boy. Uh, maybe he did have a stroke. <laughs> I didn't have a stroke, you fucktards. Have none of you seen motherfucking This is Doubtfire? Shit. You know what comedy is? You never seen my movies? Maybe call Juice. the uh, the, the Maybe police. call nine one one. Don't call nine one one. I'm the only funny one on this motherfucking. Call, oh, call 
Call whatever number is emergency yeah. in the country you're from. It's yes. not always nine one one. So, <laughs> yeah, hopefully one of them will get to eat pizza. One of us. No. <laughs> Call the police, a doctor, an exorcist, anybody. <laughs> is anybody a doctor on the plane? All right. You, you guys satisfied? Yes. yes. All right. We'll see you next time.